Welcome to WP Constellations, a podcast exploration of the WordPress universe, brought to you by Stellar WP. Welcome back to WP Constellations. I am here today joined by my co-host once again. Had a couple episodes where Jeff was um, not, he wasn't at WordCamp US, so he wasn't, he, you could have been my voice, Jeff, in all those 10 interviews I did with no voice at WordCamp US, but um, it's good to see you again. How are you? Hello, hello, everybody. Very excited to be here. And uh, I listened to that episode and uh, your dedication to the craft is admirable. <laughs> but as I was listening to that show, I kept yelling at my at my earphone saying, Michelle, stop it. Stop it. Rest. Rest. You cannot do this. <laughs> yeah. But you did all 10 interviews with that voice. And holy else, smokes. Yeah. It was very <laughs> impressive. And I'm so Thank glad goodness. that your voice is back. <laughs> it took a whole Thank week. You. Thank goodness for good microphones that pick up even the, the worst <laughs> yeah. of voices. But I am joined today by somebody I actually did see at WordCamp US, Corey Moss. Corey, how are you today? Thanks for joining us. Good. I'm very good. Thank you for having me. And I'm proud to say that I was um, part of the problem, not part of the solution. Her part of part of <clears throat> her shouting and losing her voice was uh, at me. Um, that sounded bad. Uh, in conversation over loud Conversationally, music, uh, this is correct. Yeah was uh was fun so it was yeah it was great getting to see you in person again yes likewise thank you so much and thank you for joining us today we um sure. you know, I, I i i've been watching and following along what you're doing with that omg img plugin mostly because i work at post status as well on the side and mm -hmm. that plugin like suddenly showed up on our, <laughs> our on our dashboard and every single thing i was writing at post status i'm like at the very top, it's like, OMG, IMG. I'm like, OMG, I'm such a good writer. I love that. <laughs> but, but you're doing such amazing things with it. And I was like, hey, we need to have you on the show. So I told Jeff, well, I'm you. like, we're, we're going to get you on the show. and We're going to talk about it. We're going to like, kind of see what it is and what it's all about. So my first question is, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with WordPress. Sure. Um, I'm Corey Moss. I uh, currently live in New Hampshire in the Northeast of the United States. Uh, I've been <clears throat> building for the web since 96, 97, so a long, long time. Uh, WordPress, uh, I published a plugin in, in 2011. So that's the first like proof I have that I was involved. It's all gray before that. But I had <clears throat> a long history of... Um, building websites for clients. But then um, in the early 2000s, I caught the SaaS bug, like a lot of people inspired by, um, you know, Rob Walling and Joel Spolsky and 37 Signals and all that. And so I long pursued a um, entrepreneurial track alongside of building for the web. Um, and But doing client work, some day jobs throughout. Um, and then most of my <clears throat> client work I think leading up to 2011, so for a couple of years, was WordPress. Um, and so, yeah, I've been building client sites almost almost primarily with WordPress since then. Um, and then in 2000, I don't know, later than that, 15? No, it can't be that late. Somewhere in the middle there, I went to a um, WordCamp Atlanta because um, I was living down in Nashville and met the guys from... Um, Ninja Forms and a bunch of other inspiring folks who were successfully doing uh, had had excuse me had successful product businesses based on WordPress specifically plugins and a light bulb went off for me and that was the first time that I was like oh I can I don't need to build a SaaS app in some other framework at night and then be in WordPress during the day. Like I could combine all this stuff because I had been learning more and more about developing inside WordPress. So, um, so yeah, for the last, I don't know, eight, eight years or more, I've been um, at least always cursorily pursuing um, side hustles of uh, WordPress plugins. And then I also am a big advocate for using WordPress as a backend for SaaS apps and games and other things. So um some of my other side projects, you know, even if they're not a product that people buy, software product that people buy, still use WordPress in the background. So that kind of brought me into the um, going to lots of WordCamps, which is where I meet all these awesome people, getting more involved with the community, and then becoming more of an advocate for using WordPress in, in lots of different ways. 
I love it. Um, I And I was in Tennessee last year and went down to Chattanooga and got to meet up with the guys from Ninja Farms. They actually own a coffee shop there mm-hmm. that makes yep. really good coffee. So, um, yeah, so I was uh, I got to see them all there in person and shake some hands and do some hugs. And that was pretty cool. That's too. fun. Great, great group of people, for sure. So yeah. we did invite you in here to talk about OMG, IMG. I mean, of course, we would want to talk to you anyway, but we really <laughs> want to hear about this OMG, IMG. So tell us about your newest plugin what it does how does it work what's going sure. on with that yeah so um should i do the historical version should i just go like features uh, first and then we can get into the history <laughs> whatever you want to do okay well the plugin itself still in development we should be launching in the next couple of weeks is a <clears throat> featured image editor and an open graph image generator so the idea being that you write a blog post you go and you find uh, a featured image or you have one sourced or you don't have one at all. Uh, this lets you either you know, upload sort of a, a boring stock fo- photo, but then put lots of extra value into it. The title of the post, the link to the post, bl- um, drop quotes if there's something really compelling. Um, and then <clears throat> and, and the option to make that your featured image um, or generate one and then use that but sized correctly and or tweaked slightly um, to become the open graph image, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and then the feature we're not really talking about, but it, it's kind of in parallel, is that you can then also generate images that are correctly sized for sharing on Twitter, sharing on Facebook, sharing on Instagram, whatever. So the idea being that instead of writing a post um, and uploading a picture of a landscape uh and and or if you want something more compelling, having to open up Photoshop or go into Canva or something like that, um, you can you can take a a non-photo or a boring photo and make it compelling um, for all uses around. And it doesn't have to be a blog post. It could be a WooCommerce product. It could be you know uh, an EDD plugin. It could be anything, right? So it's all the images associated with a thing inside WordPress. Um, Open graph images is is an interesting space to step into. Um, lo- everybody knows what it is, but a lot of people don't really know what it is, right? So if you if you share a post out of the box, um, <clears throat> if you've got an SEO plugin installed, you know, if you share it on Twitter, usually a little preview comes up, right? Or if you share it on Facebook, a little preview comes up, and that that is the open graph image. It was um, um, a thing and sort of invented by Facebook. But, and most people just assume that it's the featured image because most of the time it is, but it doesn't have to be. You can have a shareable image that's different from the featured image that's at the top of your blog post or whatever. Um, and again, <clears throat> and these are, and they're, it's generally meant to be a specific size, but again, that size, because it was defined by Facebook is different than what Twitter wants when you actually like post an image to Twitter, or as we all know, Instagram wants squares and that's different from everybody else's. So, so we're kind of trying to solve the, all those image problems and, and also do better with images. So it's uh, I have some good examples on uh, omgimg.co. Unfortunately, the .com was taken. Um, but what can you do? Modern internet, hooray! Um, but yeah, um, that shows the difference of like if you if you just upload a boring stock photo, which is what I mean a lot of us have done for years. And there's nothing wrong with it. Images are compelling, um, but you get this big picture of you know, people looking productive or a pretty sand landscape or, you know, some code that looks dynamic because you've shifted it slightly. But what is the blog post about? No idea. Right. And so the idea being that you can impose more info, more value onto that photo, again, by including anything, by including, I mean, even just at a, at a base level, um, you know, your, your logo in the lower right. So at least if somebody sees an image and hasn't yet skimmed the text that Facebook might or might not deign to show, um, you have some context, right? Or, or a title or again, a quote or whatever you want. So, so that's kind of the big problem that we're trying to solve. Um, I, I need your plugin. I need it now. I need it today. I need it. <laughs> so I recently launched a new website called WPFoodies.com. And the problem I'm running into now that. is it's uh it's it's heavily influenced around images of food. We got food pics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But 
Um, I don't run an SEO plugin. And the issue I'm running into now is when I post a link to an article, um, it doesn't show uh, like you on Twitter. Or box. X, you, I don't get anything. You know, nothing yep. shows up, no image, no featuring image. Yep. So I, I totally, I, I definitely need something like your plugin, like right now, because, because food, being able to see that big, nice foodie picture to go with the posts on X, uh, I need that. So people click on it instead of just exactly link. Exactly. And that's, and that's the, the, the pattern that has kind of been established, right? Is that we, we spend a lot of time working on content, um, but we're kind of stuck. Like we're, if you're, you're in a slightly better situation. Cause you're like, I know that a compelling image of food is what's going to sell this. People are going to click. Um, but a lot of people, it's an afterthought, you know, I actually, um, so I <clears throat> go sign up now. We have a beta list. You get in early pricing, yada, yada, yada. There's my hard sell. Um, but I sent an email, first email to the the people who have, have signed up so far. I'm like, we're coming soon. But just to start the conversation, you know, why, what made you join this list? What piqued your interest in the first place? Um, and and one of the, the immediate responses I got was, uh, OMG, I think they were being cute. OMG, I hate images. I write, I spent hours writing a blog post and then, oh my God, I have to go find a GD image, FML. <laughs> and this was the response. It was like, you've done all this hard work. You've written this beautiful article. You've sussed out your recipe, all these things. And then you're like, now I, then now I have to go find an image and think totally differently, you know? And, and we can't totally get right, get away from that, right? Like we are not yet tied into AI or um, stock photo searching. So you're still going to need your compelling image of the cookies that your article talks about. But once you have that one, yes, we will serve it um, for all socials Two, we will resize it so that it works great when you share it on all socials. And three, you can go put the name of the recipe over it. You can put WP foodies on it so that when somebody sees a nice big image, they're not looking at the tiny little text down below to see where it came from. It's big front and center. It's in your brand colors. It's in your brand font, all that kind of stuff. And you're right. Like I, I, almost I can, everybody, I'm, go ahead. I, no, I was just going to say, I agree with most of the people on your list because when I used to write for WP Tavern, one of my pet peeves was that every single article had to have a featured image. So I'd, I'd get done writing the article and then I'd have to go find a place that has uh CC zero or images I can use yeah. and find one that was relative to the article. And sometimes that was the hardest part. Uh, the right. most difficult part of, of writing and publishing the piece was finding that image. Yeah. And it's, and, and again, no, we're not, that's, that's, uh, I want to solve that problem as soon as I can. It's definitely highest on the list. And we've got options now. We've got not only do we have you know stock photo repos um, that have APIs, so we can talk to them. But now we've actually got AI. So of course that's you know the second, first or second thing that everybody has asked me about. And I'm like, yeah, we will get there as soon as we can. Um, but yeah, solving all these all these image issues. Um, and it's and it's funny, like you said, I need it right now. And that's what I'm hearing from so many people, which is why it's a little surprising that like almost everybody says like, how does this not already exist? And there's, because people have sort of worked around it or um, again, I think people have written articles and then said, okay, now I have to spend, I have to slog through 10 minutes of, of finding the, the perfect photo or the truth is a photo that's good enough. Um, and then I have to resize it or I have to bring it into Canva or I've got a dot, 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 you know, like we actually started our journey uh, building up to coming up with this idea and building this product by first building a little utility site and plugin uh, crop.express because the first problem we were trying to solve was just specifically for me, um, for clients. I have uh, one client website that uses um, squares whenever there's a, an archive page. So, you know, the grid, but then the featured image is a rectangle so that it doesn't take up so much vertical space. So every article that gets posted they have to have a rectangle version that's 16.9. Don't try to explain 16.9 to non-technical people already. And then square. Squares, at least people understand, like, okay, it's a square. But how do you make a square out of a rectangle? Again, I, and I'm not faulting anybody. These are writers. These are not visual people. 
um, they paint pictures with words. Right. So um, they don't, you know, and so they, it's hard enough to go find a photo and then they're like, how do I crop it? So it's like trying to make that uh, solve that problem first. And we sort of did and and it, it's dying on the vine and, and we might revisit it. But um, crop.express does work and, and does exist. And my clients go there every day to, to manipulate photos. Um, but it kind of started us down this journey with the and these conversations about like, wow, it's not just resizing images that is the problem, but there's so much more to images. And it's and I mean, WordPress is all about publishing. And I think people for so long have mostly associated, not incorrectly, publishing with words, but this is the web. Everything, everything's, you know, we've gone even we went from words like Facebook to images on Instagram, it's supposed to be just images um, to now just videos on TikTok, right? Like we're more and more just visual, just visual, um, which isn't to say there isn't a place for words and long form content, but um, but images are, are a key part of the web and, and we're arguably neglecting them or at least not utilizing them as, be as best as we could. With microblogging, the images become even more important because... It literally is what's catching people's eye in a microblog yeah. type situation. And in social, I mean, social really is microblogging, right? But you want it to generate from your own content first. You keep saying, we want, we want. So I want to, I want to like put this out. It's not the royal we, you actually are the Corys. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you spell your names differently, which is interesting. But you and Corey Miller are have been working on this and building it in public. So you've been doing live um live streaming some of the work that you're doing on this. What has that been like? Uh, do like kind of building in public. What's the expectation of people? What's the engagement? How's the engagement been? And then, you know, how did you decide to build this and work together on it in the first place? Sure. So um, last fall uh, for, I assume most anybody uh, listening to this is, is already involved with post status. If you're not, you should be. What the heck are you waiting for? Post status is, uh, to me, is the most valuable WordPress community, um, specifically because it focuses on business. Um, and that's kind of, um, there's an undercurrent of, um, you know, there's there's people who use WordPress every day, uh, and there's people, and the, these, are, these are not um, mutually exclusive, right? The, the concentric circles overlap. Um, but there's people who are real passionate about open source. And then there's people who are, I mean, most of us make our living off of WordPress in one way or another. And that often includes, usually uh, or, or frequently involves graduating from client work or agency work to product work when you're like, oh, I could build a plugin and then, oh, maybe other people want this plugin and then I'll sell this plugin. So um, post status, amazing community. Um, and I've been involved there for a while, Corey, spelled C-O-R-Y, uh, who currently runs it, um, has, uh, with a bunch of other people, That's it's not just him, um, <clears throat> but uh, he and I have crossed paths a few times, and uh, last year in one of the post-status meetups, uh, all done through Zoom, there were conversations about problems that we were solving with plugins and tech and whatnot. And, and I started talking about crop express and, and Corey said, Oh my God, that's, that's, that, that solves a key problem that I have. Let's talk about that. So we, we had a call, just the two of us um, outside of the meetup and sort of chatted about it and said, well, you know, I'm for me, I I said, Corey with an E C O R E Y said, um, you know, I think I'm going to, there, there might be a, a product here. Um, and Corey, without an E spelled incorrectly, um, said that, uh, <clears throat> you know, I maybe I'd, I'd like to get involved. I've been looking for more things to get involved with. I said, great. So let's, you know, let's start talking about this. And then he said, I don't know why he was off the meds. He was on the meds, whatever. Um, no, his commitment to helping people really is where I think this came from. But he suggested uh, the wild and crazy idea, like, let's do this live. And I, I, I hesitated. I didn't hesitate about put, making doing it all public. Um, I love speaking publicly. I love sharing my journey. Um, the only hesitation I had was he said, you know, no editing. We're literally going to just say, you know, broadcast to YouTube, record live and off we go. Um, 
And, and that, that made me actually feel better. I think a lot of people would go, what the heck? But, um, cause I've done podcasts in the past. Like I'm a, I'm a musician and DJ and I'm passionate about dance music. And so I, I used to have a podcast specifically for that. And the amount of editing was just endless. So it's like, I can either work on this product or I can edit the podcast where we talk about working on this product. So, um, so we, we started January 11th or something of this year. Um, and literally we just throw it to YouTube. So I apologize to everybody who has sat through any of our videos. Um, there is no intro, there is no outro. There's all the ahs and ums, the awkward pauses, the the weird rephrasing, the backtracking. Um, it's definitely the messy history of Corey and Corey start a WordPress product. Um, but yeah, we started by addressing the small issue, the utility issue we kind of talked about of images are the wrong size. Um, so built a little plugin and uh, and have the crop.express website but it pretty quickly led to there's nothing more to this um, from a product standpoint and I and a lot of people are gonna roll their eyes at me and my capitalism but that's that's the way I think right even if even if a product isn't uh, sold for a million dollars there's got to be value in it um, inherent value anyway and then ideally to make incentivize me to keep working on it and support it, Ideally, it makes me some money. It doesn't have to be a, you know, a lot of money. Um, but we looked at this and we said, there's really not much more to it. And so this might just be a simple plugin that sits in the repo and is just a utility. And, and so support is minimal, but if it works, it works great. And that's kind of where we left that. But we realized we were having more and more conversations again about, about you know, social images, about featured images that don't have all the value they could have. Um, when you share them, you know, they don't look as good as they should. Um, and for me, again, as, as part of me being a musician and then also being a person who likes to give back to community, um, I have a music blog, like that's where the podcast is hosted, but I write reviews and I have people who write reviews and, uh, I was having to go into Canva every time we wanted to publish something, copy the last image put in the album artwork, tweak it slightly, put in the title. So I had to do all this editing. It was like, this is very repetitive. Why can't it just be repeatable? Um, and then also if I want to um, create a campaign on Twitter, so it's like when the article gets published, the featured image that has, that I just described goes out to socials. Okay, great. They're the wrong size because they're square, but they technically work. But then, you know, two days later, a week later, two weeks later, I want to create a little campaign, a little arc of posts on all these platforms. And I use Buffer, but there's a whole bunch of other social scheduling tools out there. Um, but I upload these graphics. And so it's like I would pull quotes from the article. Anyway, it's all this work. It's like, why Why are we having to do all this work? And and Corey, same thing with post status and other projects. It's like there's there's all this work that has to get done and we're never it's never going to be a one button solution but we're going to we could get a lot closer than opening a whole different website going to canva or going to photoshop or going to affinity design or whatever your tool you're using um and then also for again non visual i've been using photoshop since the 90s so i almost feel lucky like i've never needed it um i just it was like i've never been a photo person um or a really a graphic designer, but I, you know, I've just used it because back in the day you designed in Photoshop and then sliced it up and that was your website. Or um, MS Paint. And so, Remember MS Paint? Or MS Paint. Yep. Paint um, Shop Pro. There you go. Yep. Is there, um, is, there, so is there any history or background with towards the name OMG, IMG? Absolutely. Um, okay. So, yeah, we started brainstorming and we said, we want this fun. Why isn't working with images fun? Forget that it's a chore. Like, yes, we ideally we bring it up to it's acceptable. It's part of the workflow. But what if we actually made it fun? Because, I mean, images are the fun part of the web at first glance. Like, why not? So we were like, we want something fun, bright, friendly. Um, and one of my favorite tools for 
that I use often is uh, SVG, OMG, OMG, SVG. Now I can't even SVG. See if it just comes up. Yeah, SVG, OMG dot net. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> as I'm building product, I'm usually using SVGs, which is a, a file, an image format, um, good for like icons. So arrows or, you know, other little print icons or whatever. Um, but you drop them into svgomg.net and it compresses them. So it makes them even smaller. Um, so they're better for the web. And, and I've always loved the name. Part of the success of this nerdy little tool that has a specific use is the fact that they named it svgomg. So when we were brainstorming, I was like, omg, img, we're done. That's it right there. Because again, fun, friendly, quirky. Nobody knows how to pronounce it. Love it. But nothing you could ask for better th of a brand name than how the heck do you pronounce this thing? You so absolutely have to read the letters because you can't pronounce it. Like, right. imga. yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing that. I've never actually heard it said out loud. <laughs> so a lot of the things you described with OMG, IMG uh, reminds me of something from a few years ago. It's called Social Image Generator. It was acquired by Jetpack and Automatic in 2021. It's no longer available for, for sale. I think they rolled it into Jetpack as a module or something, but it did pretty much what you were describing is it would automatically create and enhance images for the social graph. So I'm wondering, um, uh, social, social Image Generator, which was acquired, what 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 is going to set OMG, IMG apart from something like that? Excuse me. Yeah. So there, there was that plugin and there was one other, and I can't, I don't even remember what it was called, um, that I think is still available. Um, and this always sounds shady, but I swear long before we had this, these ideas, I actually purchased both of them and then returned both of them. Um, and it, I, you'll have to take my word for it that I wasn't just being a jerk about it. Um, but this is a problem that I've looked at for a long time. Like I said, specifically for my music blog, um, I said, you know, why isn't there some way to generate um, generate these images? What I was surprised at, and this is again part of the conversation of like, how does this not exist already? Um, is why is it limited to generating an open graph image? Um, I think the plugins, to my recollection, it, again, it's been a year or more, but they both only did a site-wide version. So there, it wasn't post per post. And maybe they had that that issue, that option, but I don't remember. Um, but clunky, like you had to fill out a whole bunch of fields. And so I, I wasn't impressed with the product itself. And then I was disappointed that it was limited to what it was, you know, to only doing this. And I even messaged both companies and said, um, you know, why are you not also, you know, let me select open graph. That's a certain size and shape, right? Let me, let me also make a square one. And one company said, absolutely not. We're not interested in solving that problem. Um, and the other one said, you know, yeah, we'll think about it. And it was like, okay, great. And I twiddled my thumbs. I never heard back. Um, and uh, and so, you know, a year later, I, I sort of looked back and went, yeah, this still doesn't seem to be a solved problem. Um, so, uh, yeah, that kind of, I, you know, this is what I love about developers. OK, this doesn't exist. Fine. I'll make it <laughs> right. Which has been a huge mistake that I've made numerous <laughs> times. Um, my my last plugin uh, I just sold. Um I had a, a plugin called social link pages. Uh, so a, uh, a link tree or card uh, or about.me, but built into WordPress. Um, and I 100% built it because uh, I was working with um, a group of DJs and uh, we all were buying, paying for a link tree page and typical freaking developer, instead of going, you know what? Instead of spending $8 a month, I'm going to spend hundreds of hours and build it myself. And fast so take forward that years, link tree. <laughs> that's it, right? Like, and they're wonderful people. Like they, they're yeah. in Australia. They're super nice. They give back to their local community. Like, and obviously it has nothing to do with them. It was just purely the, 
uh, you know, I why something so simple, quote unquote, uh, you know, at a glance, everything seems simple or straightforward. Um, you know, I'll build this myself. So yeah, it's it. This one's a little different. I feel like I I. So you understand that I get the joke and I resonate with the joke, um, but I've actually done a fair bit of soul searching this time because this time, instead of using another product that <clears throat> does this and going, well, I can do it better or I don't want to pay for it. It was legitimately these other products don't do what I need. Um, and, uh, and we're solving a big real problem that I'm not seeing solved elsewhere without a lot of friction or pain, meaning Photoshop, Canva, people on Fiverr, whatever your solution is. Um, and, and it came about, I am a very compulsive developer. Like I, if, if anybody is in meetups with me knows like almost every time I get on a call, I'm promoting some new product. Um, <clears throat> in this case, it, it, has come out of nine months. Well, I've been building it for a couple of months. So, you know, seven months of conversation with Corey, which is a whole different route for me and, and a whole different feeling in my developer gut that says like, we're chasing something different that came out of conversations rather than me just having an idea or wanting to eat somebody else's lunch. So one of the things that I think of, like there's crossover between a lot of different plugins, right? So, um, you know, one, one, um, form plugin does this another form plugin does that. And there's a little bit of crossover. One of the things that Jeff said earlier on was like that SEO plugin. So there are SEO plugins that have a place for you to upload an image for Twitter, upload an image for Facebook, put in some text and things like that. What is the overlap here? Does this take the place of that or can, Mm. can you still use them in concert with one another? Yeah, and and quite intentionally so, um, and had a great conversation, for example, with um, Syed, who runs Awesome Motive, who is the company behind All-in-One SEO. Um, and one of the first things he said to me was, thank you for integrating with All-in-One SEO. Um, <clears throat> as soon as I got this working, one of the first things I did was I said, okay, once we're generating images, we need to be able to slot those images into these other, into the SEO plugins because people are invested and should be, Jeff, um, in uh, an SEO plugin because it adds so much value. Um, And uh, for years, I was, I didn't get it, right? I was like, it's another place to put in more words. And it was, and it was for, again, that, uh, so I can, I can, relate to people who don't understand the finer points of open graph metadata. Um, those are some nerdy words, but it's it's getting easier to explain it to people of like, go plug in your URL on Twitter and see what happens. Or plug in Facebook's actually the better one because it does the live preview. And if nothing happens, you're missing out, right? Um, <clears throat> and so people have already doubled down on um, you know, Yoast, all in one SEO. There's a whole bunch of them. Um, and I said, I do not want to replicate. Like I, there is a, we do have the functionality so that if you're not running an SEO plugin, Jeff, um, that these images will show up. So we're still giving you that value, but it's better served by installing an SEO plugin because they're going to serve the words um, they're going to solve some other problems that we're just never going to get into because I want to build I want to build a an image product. I don't want to build an SEO product. Very different things. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it do, it it does feel good to hear you say that you work together as opposed to we're trying to be all things to everybody. Oh yeah. Um, I've, also, uh, no, I was, I was just going to say um, I I upload images. I write the article. I write the alt text for the images. Now you want me to write SEO stuff? Come on, man. I don't want to work as hard as you. It, it, I mean, Jeff, it's okay if nobody finds your website. It's it's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, Jeff, you're, you're, you're WordPress famous. I just assume you have a team of people behind you, uh, you know, interns. I kind, of, and... I kind of do. So, you know, pass it to, pass it on to your underlings. It's their problem. Yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> I want to know who this cadre of people behind you is. We'll talk later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do I get my own cadre of people? I know. But I'm like, I need a posse. How do I? How do I sign up for that? <laughs> um, 
what have what have we not asked you that you'd like to still share about about OMG IMG and the work that you're doing? Um, this is you know by the time this comes to air, hopefully you'll have uh, gone to press with it, so to speak, and and published it out there. Um, Oh, one of the questions I, I heard you say that you do want to make money off it, which I applaud 100%. I think that it's great that we do things for free for the company, for the community sometimes, but we still have to pay the mortgage. We still have to put food on the table. Is yeah. this a premium, freemium, free, like obviously not free because we said that already, but is it a freemium? Are you going to mm-hmm. have it in the, in the, um, the repo with add-ons or is this purely a premium plugin? So one of the other mistakes that I've made in the past is get an idea, <clears throat> build the product, stick it into the repo. Cause I'm excited. I'm trying, I want people to use it. I'm even happy for people to use it for free upfront, but then <clears throat> falling into the trap that I think a lot of WordPress plugins fall into where you actually give away the shop and then you're like, Oh, but I need to charge for something. So I will put a call a pro version and I'll add bells and whistles. Um, and it, and I'm not saying it's always bad, but it, it's not often well thought through, or at least that's the mistake I've made often. Um, and social link pages, same sort of thing. Like I eventually came across places that I could add value that I thought was really worth it. Um, but I always felt initially, I always felt badly that the pro version was just kind of bells and whistles and some of the feedback reflected that of like why isn't this just you know why is the line drawn between you can you can add a color to a button but you can't add an a, a border color or something you know it's like well i just i had to draw an arbitrary line in the sand and so that was one of the other things that came out of months of discussion it's almost like thinking things through results in better things you know, or having or having feedback from other people, um, not being impulsive. I, I don't know. There's nothing there. Forget <laughs> it. Um, <clears throat> no, but the the conversations that I had with Corey, um, we talked all this through, and we said, no, we're gonna we're gonna go down the path of starting with uh, presume that every everything up front is premium, um, because this has value. That's the way we want to approach this. And then down the road, we'll look at backing into the plugin repo, which is a way that I had never approached this before. I'd built for the plugin repo, arguably most of the time given away too much and then slapped something, a pro together. And then over time discovered, oh, the actual value is over here. Now I will manipulate pro to include that and pretend that I had thought of that up front which wasn't the case. Um, after, so many years, after so many years in the WordPress space, I've gotten to the point now where I would rather a plugin, if you're going to charge for it to make a premium, just charge for it right up front. Just don't yep. nickel and dime me. Don't send me all these add-ons or these pro versions or whatever else or, or advertising or banners. Just charge for it. I'll give you the money and let's go about our day. <laughs> right. You know, and and that's where a lot of the WordPress ecosystem has moved upstream, right? There's lots of conversations about this. How do we introduce new developers if this is getting so much more complicated to integrate with? Um, even people getting into, um, you know, a new block editor, uh, you know, that sometimes has breaking changes. Like it's all becoming more complicated um, and moving upstream. Uh, and that's good and bad, right? There's pros and cons. And, and in our day to day, we figure out how to work around that or help clients through it. Um, <clears throat> the good part of this, I think, is that Five ten years ago, business was a was a bad word, right? People, the the zealots were winning. However, you pronounce that word, um, the people were dogmatically open source. Everything in WordPress should be free, and to a degree, it's phenomenal that so much of it is. I absolutely don't disagree with that, and we'd all, most of us, would love to give it all away for free if money was coming from somewhere else, right? But time, money, effort support this is something that a lot of people you know don't think about until they're in it um <clears throat> cost time costs money um and so i like that it's becoming more and more okay to charge for things i don't think the prices are outrageous um i think that there's still paths that most people can take for most things that they want to accomplish using wordpress to start for free 
um, you know, or the the startup capital they need. I mean, this is this is a pretty privileged thing to say. I live in America, um, so there's definitely places in the world where you know a few hundred dollars is is a lot of money to start up with, and um, and I like that there's efforts being made to try to alleviate that. Um, but generally speaking, um, compared to buying a brick and mortar store or um, even competitors like Shopify that starts at like 50 bucks a month or whatever it is, maybe they don't anymore, but things like that, right? <clears throat> it's generally the startup cost is pretty low, but there is a startup cost. And I think that that's good. I think that it also teaches that, you know, the product that I'm creating, the plugin that I'm creating has value um, and is worth paying for. And if you want to go use Canva for free, you can. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so also all that to be you- said... Oops, sorry. It gives it gives you as the product owner too the ability to be philanthropic when you want to be, and when it feels right to be. Um, if you want to give your plugin away to a nonprofit or something like that, you're absolutely entitled to do that. But it doesn't mean yep. that everybody can have it for free because the work that you put into it has has value, and I think that that actually um, is that has absolute merit to be to be able to say that, and it's not selfish to say that you yeah. want to make money off of the work that you do. And uh, a what do I, how do I want to describe this? A trick, but that makes it sound tricky. <laughs> but a, a a neat thing, a neat thing that I've done in the past, years and years ago, uh, I still was dealing in in music. I was dealing with synthesizers and and hardware, right? All the neat uh, boxes that have dials and sliders and, and blinky lights, right? Um, and to get those to talk to each other in my computer i needed a little piece of software that was free but the developer uh there was a a pro version that the developer gave away for free um it was postcardware so back in the day there was shareware and freeware and malware and whatever right he had postcardware and so you had to send him a postcard from wherever you lived that was that was the criteria and it, it it ruined one of my shows because I couldn't get a, pa- a postcard to him fast enough. And so the software, I didn't, it didn't have the features I needed. And so, you know, but I, I was, a uh, thankfully only about eight people showed up to that show. So it didn't matter. Um, <clears throat> but I sent him a postcard. I got the free, the license for free essentially. Um, but I, but I always sort of kept that in the back of my mind. And so now, so I've been selling plugins now for about a decade um, anytime a nonprof um, or even a person uh, elsewhere in the world generally says like, hey, I can't afford this or could you know, could you donate a version or whatever? Um, the trick that I've always pulled out is send me a postcard. Send me a postcard from wherever you are in the world and and I will give you the I will give you my software for free. I will save you hundreds of dollars if you send me a 40 cent now 40 cent postcard. And I, only, I love that only, actually. Isn't that, isn't that neat, right? It's yeah, like, it's super if cool. You, if you believe in it, if you're not lying, if you're not, you know, just trying to get software for free, put this much effort into it. Mm-hmm. Once, only once have I ever received a postcard. And I'm wow. I'm like, okay. But but it's, I, I feel good about that. And I've also given it away for free a few times, right? Like, of course, yeah. Um, but, you know, but generally if I, if it's unsolicited, I've never heard of you and, but I still love that technique, I should call it. Um, I have a drawer full of postcards, it. so get prepared. <laughs> Absolutely. I, love, I actually love sending postcards. One of the things that I do. Um, that's really cool. So um, is there anything else that we haven't asked that you'd want to share with us? And then also, the, go ahead. Yeah, one of one of the things that I forgot to say earlier when you were asking about the difference between um, OMG, IMG, and other plugins too is no third parties. Um, both of the plugins, I think I think this is correct. I know at least one of them, but I think both of them had to interact with an API, meaning um, which is very not WordPressy, and I, we care about this less and less. But it but it does matter in a in a free version of a plugin, um, and it does matter on a technical level um, where you you have to go sign up for another service, um, and then there's always a concern or a risk of that service breaking or stopping um, or being charged um, differently. Um, I think in both cases the 
the plugin developer owned the service. Um, but it, it, it has its place. And sometimes you need that external CPU processing, right? Like there's services for, um, for compressing images is a good example. That's not a thing you want done on your own server generally. Um, and so generally your images are going to be sent to a service. So I'm not saying I'm against it or anything, but it's, um, <clears throat> but it's, if you don't need to, ideally you don't. Um, and, and I've found, um, that I could do it without, I can generate these images without using an external service. I actually, the, when the conversation started, Corey and I had the twinkle in our eye about like, Ooh, like this might be a play, a way when we were graduating from crop express to OMG, um, we said, what about generating these images? And I had actually already owned the domain screenshot.express and already had this external service that I was like, wait, this could actually do it for us. And on a whim, I was like, wait, is this something that we can do locally? And sure enough, it is. So then, so one of the other neat advantages and differentiators at the moment anyway, is that it's entirely in, in your WordPress install. The images are generated, you know, right on, right on the screen in the browser rather than needing to talk to a third, third, third party service. That's actually super cool. And to your prior conversation about using Linktree or something like that, it also is not using a third party service. So like the idea of keeping your, your own traffic, keeping everything within your own abilities and not having things sit on other people's servers. I love that a lot. Right. Yeah. One of the, one of the real um, conceptual differences, like I joke about my, being a developer and, and having to recreate the wheel over and over again um, is uh, one of the real incentives for starting link, uh, starting social link pages was not having a link tree URL. I'm like, I already have a website, mm -hmm. me.com. Right. So if I'm going to create these social landing pages, why isn't it me.com slash links? Why is it linktree. You know, it's not linktree.com, mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Yeah, why exactly. is it their, their URL? And so for me, that was real important. Um, and one of the things that is important, broadly speaking, in, in WordPress still and more and more online is privacy, is owning all of your own data um, and that kind of stuff. And and these plugins let you do that and, and not relying on third-party services, either services you, that you taught that your website talks to or just a whole separate service like a Canva or like a Linktree. Right. Um, you know, and you're not reliant. going over there and giving them your data. Well, also being reliant on the fact that they'll be there forever where you get mm -hmm. to control. Like if they suddenly disappear next week and you're like scrambling for another service, you have yeah. created something that doesn't rely on that. So I think that's great. So I want to, this will all be in the show notes. So if people are listening um, through some other service, if you go to uh, sellerwp.com slash podcast, find this episode, you will find the show notes. Um, if you want to learn more, if you want, are interested in purchasing, learning more about the plugin, it's omgimg.co, as Corey had said previously. And you are on X, um, which I still like to call Twitter, but, um, yeah. and your handle there is omgimgco. I think I was the second follower on that account. I, I will give you I, credit for that because I'm I, sure I was the first. I, I'm pretty then, sure you were the first and I was either the second yeah. or third. And I was like, ooh, I feel very honored and to thank be you like, that. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, but yeah, no, you're doing really good work. Um, and then if people want to find you, um, how's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, so I was going to say, when you asked, it's like OMG, IMG Co on Twitter, X, whatever is um going to be the company right and so i'm i'm it's all me right now um cory does helps with marketing and and biz dev and stuff like that but for the most part um i'm the one that's cranking out trying to get this thing out the door and so i'm the one taking screenshots of like ooh look at this thing i built so um <clears throat> right now it's it's still pretty nerdy um trying to trying to get that account you know, warmed up, so to speak. Um, but it's mostly going to be about the product. What I imagine more of your listeners are going to be interested in is following me, Corey Moss, spelled the right way. C-O-R-E-Y, uh, M-A-A-S-S is me, but it'll be in the show notes. Um, but Corey Moss on Twitter is where I talk uh, more about the actual journey and my journey um, and lots of dad jokes, which helps, I think. Um, 
but specifically, like I try to be very involved in um, two hashtags on Twitter. One is um, build in public and the other is indie hacker. Um, this is how it, it took me years, uh, despite being a nerd and, and signing up for Twitter back in like 2010 or something um 2009 i don't know like i've been on I'm twitter sure. forever but i i didn't use it for for dec like a decade or more i just couldn't figure it out and until i finally like found my community you know on there and have been interacting with people who are in wordpress or not in wordpress but but that sort of sweet spot of um small team or solopreneur um, you know, indie developers, that kind of thing. And so that's kind of what I try to talk about the most on Twitter. Um, cause that's where I get the most value people sharing their journey. I try to do the same thing. So, um, by all means follow, um, OMG, IMG co for news about the product and stuff like that. But, um, you know, at this level, I, I suspect more of the listeners would be interested in, in me personally on Twitter. Um, and then, yeah, right now, so, you know, we may or may not have launched by this time this comes out. Um, we are starting with an introductory price and, and kind of just to draw a line in the sand and then, and then see where the pricing goes from there. But it will, it, I, I suspect it will only go up. Um, but so people should go and, and get on the list now and, or, um, you know, buy early and, and buy often. And, um, <laughs> and if, if nothing else, if the price does go up, you know, send me an email and, and we'll hook you up with a discount. Any chance yeah. I can get a podcast co-host discount? <laughs> Uh, let me, let me check your references. Listen, listen, I've got a cohort of people in the WordPress space. Don't, <laughs> you know, remember that. <laughs> Did you sign up already? I'm, I'm guessing you already signed up on his website too, Jeff, for the <laughs> information. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I love Maybe. it. Jeff, any, any yeah. final words from you before we wrap this up? No, it's just great. Uh, too bad you won't be showing up at uh, WordCamp Rochester, which by the way, um, are there tickets still available, Michelle? I think tickets it won't are still matter available. because this episode will air after that. Yeah, so it yeah. Really oh, won't yeah, matter yeah. Anyway. Well, <laughs> well, that's it's uh, yeah. This is kind of a weird time traveling uh, show we do here, but Corey, it was great <laughs> to hear about you and learn about how the uh, plugin came to be. And isn't it a magical thing where you talk to Corey Miller for a while? Next thing you know, you're 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 building something live. <laughs> so I know, right? Hey, isn't it? Isn't that funny how that works? So thanks for coming on the show and giving us yeah. all the details and info about OMG IMG. And every time I see OMG, I think about that gif of that character where he's waving his hands going, oh my God, oh my God. You know? <laughs> yeah, and that's, so much. yeah, I mean, it, any of those reactions is, is exactly what we're going for. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much, as Jeff said, for being with us today. We really appreciate you and looking forward to seeing what you do with the plugin. And yeah, to everybody thank you for else, having me. It's been fun. Absolutely. We'll see everybody else on the next episode of WP Constellations. Thank you. WP Constellations is a production of Stellar WP, home of the events calendar, Learn Dash, Give WP, Cadence, Iconic, Solid WP, Orderable, and Restrict Content Pro. Learn more about the Stellarverse at StellarWP.com.